This is The Burnout. He is ESPN and the SEC Network's Peter Burns. I'm Ryan Brown. It is great to have you along. The show presented each week by MyBookie.ag. Code next round. 50% deposit match at MyBookie.ag. When you use code next round, that's up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Happy Thanksgiving rivalry weekend week. Burnsy, how are you? Uh, doing well, man. This is, I mean, it's crazy. I know we said it last week, but the fact that we're already here on yeah. rivalry week, uh, no. which is uh, we 700 times over the next, uh, next week. But yeah. yeah, this is, um, you know, I mean, it's not only that it's Michigan, o- o- Ohio state is going to be a fantastic game. I mean, the Heisman's coming down. I mean, this is, I, you could argue that the, we're going out with a bang on this, uh, you know, college football 2.0, right. With the 14th. Yeah off and all the conference realignment like this is a hell of a way to go out it is a wild one and we got some wild games in the conference that we are going to talk about today let's start with the iron bowl uh this will be my 27th i will have attended uh 27 iron bowls after saturday bernsey and they are uh they all have a life of their own they're all kind of crazy especially when they're played at jordan Hare. i don't know that there's another stadium or another game in America, another regularly scheduled game that takes on almost like an entirely different personality when it's played at one of the two stadiums. Yeah, because interesting because, you know, we talked about that a lot with Doring about Florida, Georgia, Georgia, Florida, and that game being played obviously in a in a, um, a neutral side in Jacksonville. Yeah. But there's never really that many upsets. Um, now, I think Oklahoma, Texas has a bit of that. Um, even though, again, another neutral site place where like the inexplicable happens, like some years Oklahoma would be dominant and Texas yeah. would win and vice versa, that I do get that feeling that that's, that's kind of how the Iron Bowl is. And that's why it was so fascinating this week. Uh, Michael Casagrande over AL.com sent out a tweet earlier over on Monday that said, what's your level of excitement for the Iron Bowl this year? And I thought about it for a second. I was like, going into it, it's probably like an eight or nine, you know, I mean, Alabama, of course, is playing some great football right now. They're on the cusp of maybe making the college football playoff. But what was going to happen with um, with Auburn? And that they were rounding into shape. And then they laid the greatest the, the, the greatest egg of all time or the greatest rope-a-dope strategy ever just to roll <laughs> Alabama into false sense of security going, oh, okay, we don't have to worry about them. I don't think that works on Nick Saban. But um, that was, I, I mean, that was a gut punch for Auburn. Yeah, I don't even know how to feel about it. Like, part of me thinks that maybe that's the type of game that is a slap in the face and you come back and play your best game next to prove that. But you know what? I thought the same exact thing about Tennessee going uh, up against Georgia this week. Like, I thought Georgia this past weekend. I thought Georgia was going to win the game. But I thought because of that Tennessee performance against Missouri, they would look themselves in the mirror and say, that's not who we are. And you would get the best version of Tennessee you were going to get. I'm not sure you got that against Georgia. And I, you know, even if Auburn well, gives you, know, you that, you got it for a play. You got you got it for one yeah. play. Yeah, I mean, one play in the Dolly. We got one good play in Dolly. If you're a Tennessee fan, um, I, I, even but you know, even if Auburn gives you that, if Alabama plays the best version of themselves, you lose yeah. the game anyway. Yeah, I mean, again, on a couple of different things to to unpack, there is is one. It wasn't as if, hey, it was a last-second field goal no. or something like that. That was no. just they, – they whooped them in their own building. Yep. And I, I, I've said this many times, that I'm a firm believer if you ever lose a buyout game, okay, uh, one of those games where you're just paying somebody to show yep. up and give you a boatload of money, that at the end of the yep. day, in the end of the game, you have to show up on the 50-yard line with the big happy Gilmore – 
uh, PGA Tour check for the full amount and hand it over to them live on the television broadcast. Like I would, I would put that into like the small writing of the contract where it's like, okay, yeah, just go ahead and sign it. And at the end of it, Jerry Kill should have gone into his contract and said, oh, by the way, this addendum here that you signed because you didn't read the terms and conditions, you have to hand me the check on the 50-yard line down at Jordan-Hare, and it has to be a big old happy big old, happy Gilmore check. No, 1.8 million in this case, Bernsey. That's what that loss cost Auburn, 1.8 million. That's, that's a hard one to swallow right there. It's I again I don't it's it's amazing to me um, in New Mexico State I mean listen when you probably made that game three or four years ago you're thinking it's no arguably one of the worst games ever um, and you're not thinking anything of it but Jerry Kills done a fantastic job building that program up but there's there's no excuse there's just really no excuse of being that listless especially after beating the hell out of Arkansas the week prior where you're looking like man this thing is this guy's got some wiggle to it. Made no sense. Made no sense. On the other side of the game, though, Alabama, November Alabama has been the best version of Alabama. Jalen Milrow mm -hmm. is playing his best football. Alabama's defense has been really good. The offensive line has played better. They're running the ball well enough. Uh, receivers have started to step up. They're getting healthy in the secondary. I mean, like everything you want from Alabama, they've given you that in November. Yeah. Second half, Alabama of the second half of the season has been unbelievable. And, and again, I, I think that's a reason why that, you know, Texas fans got all pissy about it a couple of days ago on Twitter, but I had said it on my show that if Alabama and Texas played right now on a neutral field, I'd put Alabama as at least a touchdown favorite, if not double digits. Now the problem is, is that's the crawl that's that's the log jam that's holding up Alabama in the college football playoff rankings is because the committee is not, nor should they get rid of week two of what happened. It was Texas going into Tuscaloosa and winning by double digits. So that's why there's so much intrigue in the Iron Bowl and watching other games transpire the rest of the week. He is Peter Burns of the SEC Network and ESPN. This is the burnout is presented each week by mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on at mybookie.ag. And they will do that sign-on match of 50% up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag code next round. MyBookie.ag code next round. Also, Manscaped. Stick around. I'm about to give you a code you can use for Manscaped. Great gift idea. This is the handyman. It's the portable, smaller travel razor. Does a great job whether you're at home or on the road. That's the one and I have, and I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, look how clean-shaven Burns he is. Yeah. Manscaped.com is where you can get the handyman. They've also got uh, the Beard Hedger, which I use all the time. It's got the dial-up guard instead of the one that snaps on and snaps off. You can use the Weed Whacker. takes care of the nose hair and the ear hair. And also the lawnmower, full body and the undercarriage right there at manscaped.com. From the handyman to the Beard Hedger, Weed Whacker, lawnmower, all the great boxer shorts, the great male body products. Manscaped.com, code BURNS to save 20% off your initial order. Code oh, BURNS. Easy, hey, easy, hey. easy, easy, easy. I'm wearing it right now, man. It's getting, let's go. Oh, All right. Oh, Sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, you're going to show us part of your shave job. I use the product. Yes. You, yes. Very good. Very good. Manscaped boxer shorts. Uh, Manscaped.com. Code Burns to save 20% off. Um, you can get Burns boxer shorts 20% off if you use code Burns there at Manscaped.com. Um, I will, okay. I will, I will autograph them, whatever you need. That'll probably make them worth less right there, but it is what it is. I, I'm serious. I'm not joking when I say this. It's not a sales deal. I'm not paid to say this whatsoever. The best pair of underwear that I own are the Manscaped underwear. Like just the material that they have, yeah. they're comfortable. Like all, I'm like, I'm all in, ride or die on them. All right, Code Burns. If you want Burns underwear, 
Code Burns at Manscaped.com. Uh, let's go to the Egg Bowl. I hope one thing as we continue to build the Southeastern Conference to world dominance that we do not lose is a Thanksgiving night Egg Bowl. I love me some Thanksgiving night Egg Bowl. I know the NFL gives us good games, but hey, I get a Lions game. I get a Cowboys game. And then with my turkey and dressing sandwich that I eat every single Thanksgiving night, I get an Egg Bowl. And I hope we never lose that. No. And again, I, I think that's one of the things over there in the league office is that they want to do as much uh, to keep as many rivalries and renew as many rivalries when when Texas and Oklahoma come in. And I think that's one of the things of I honestly, frankly, love having Egg Bowl on Thursday and I love having Missouri, Arkansas over on Friday. Yep. Right? Like, you mean, because I don't think it's as big of a game as Iron Bowl or the or, or just the, the, the rivalry that is um, uh, the Egg Bowl. But there's just something special about being able to have that Friday game to where you kind of have it on your own. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to watching that one. So Egg Bowl is interesting this year because, you know, talking about laying an egg, I felt like that was exactly what uh, happened with, with Kiffin's Ole Miss Rebels there in the first half of, of their game over this weekend. It was like they just kind of showed up and they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then finally in the second half, they got, they got it rolling. But, um, I mean, this is a game you have to win for Lane Kiffin not for job, you know, pro, you know, uh, prospects or something like that. It's more of just a how are you going to continue to pull away from state, especially when they're making a coaching change right now. You got to keep putting the pedal to the metal if you want to be one of those college football playoff contending teams going forward. You know, I, I think one of the co toughest coaching jobs an SEC coach will face is if you get a FCS opponent between or or even a Group Five, low tier Group Five opponent between. Game 10 in your rivalry game. It's just, it's so tough to get that team focused. It, and it wasn't tough for Alabama. It, it, well, I mean, it like, right? I mean, I know that was the mocks and it was FCS, but still, like. It has been, though. It has been. I mean, I, I saw Georgia Southern. It's the old 10 horn game. Nick Saban's greatest quote of all time. Yeah. Georgia Southern ran up and down the field on Alabama, that triple option. The Citadel and Alabama were tied at 10 at the half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's happened to Saban before, but you're right. The mocks were no match. Alabama squashed them early, but it did not happen in Oxford. Now, here's the interesting thing about the Egg Bowl. Lane Kiffin's going for 10 wins again. Uh, yeah. 10 wins as an Ole Miss coach has been fairly rare air of late. Yeah, I mean, in you know the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago, and uh, I mean, it, it is something to where Lane is almost a perfect example. And Missouri and Drink, I think, are one of those teams as well, too, whereas it's a whole brand new world with a 12 team playoff. Like yeah. I think an Ole Miss team right now has to play just about perfect to make a 14 playoff, but we're not going to have to worry about any, that anymore because next year this egg bowl would mean everything yeah. because if Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss ended up winning this game, you're sitting there going, Hey, there's a distinct chance you could be a college football playoff team and Lane, the way his offense is, especially with Jackson dark coming back is you're like, you get Ole Miss in, against anybody there th strange things can happen right like you you yep. could you could all of a sudden catch fire right now in in, in a playoff so i think that's going to be the exciting part of, of that of to build upon and try to get an 11 win season to be like hey come to the sip we'll be a college football playoff contending team every year uh texas a and m will face this we'll talk about them a little bit later with uh, lsu but it's the same thing mississippi state's facing you're about to play your rivalry game uh, much more of a rivalry game in the Egg Bowl than AM uh, and LSU. You're about to play your rivalry game with an interim coach. And those are those are tricky situations to be in. You know, 
Those assistant coaches, it's just human nature. They know they've got to have a new job next year. They're looking for that. They're thinking about a realtor to sell their house. They're thinking about their family. That's human nature. Those yeah. players might be thinking about punching out when that window opens to the transfer portal. Yep. Yeah, you know, they're thinking, I'm not playing for this guy next year. He can't chew me out. I mean, it, it can get to be a messy situation there. Yeah, and and again, trust me, there's been messy situations around the Egg Bowl before, right? And these are two, <laughs> these are two uh, programs that do not like each other. And um, But again, I, I think for, you know, I, I'd love to see, and I don't know who it ends up being, but whether it's Jamie Chadwell or Joe Judge or whoever, like, I, I want I want that egg bowl to be contentious, right? Yep. And, and it, you know, and it was fun when you had Mike Leach and, and Lane Kiffin because they really enjoyed each other, and they had to dial it back for a couple of years. But I want whoever is down in Starkville to look at the school up north, as they call them, and hate them and like yep. live. And I mean, that's what makes Michigan Ohio State so good. It's what makes the Iron Bowl so good. Like I need that a little bit more in my life now that. It felt like it got over the top for a couple of years with the Egg Bowl, but I kind of need that back in my life. Hey, and cheers to the memory of Mike Leach. The, uh, the last game we ever saw him coach was an Egg Bowl a year ago. Legend, you know, yep. and and there's, I mean, the, there's not a day that goes by that we talk about some of these teams and we don't bring up something Mike Leach related. And uh, yeah, going to be weird to not be able to see him there. And and now, you know, state is completely in a in a whole new world right now going forward. Yep, there's no doubt about that. Egg Bowl, Thanksgiving night. You know, used to, when uh, I was a much younger lad, Texas, Texas A&M used to play that Thanksgiving night game. And then I think they played it on Black Friday for a little bit. So I, I don't know how their fan bases and their schools feel about that when they get reunited here in the SEC. I don't know. Maybe if we'll see that on a Black Friday or something. I would not I would not be opposed to that. Yeah, I mean, again, and I don't, you know, you try different things, right? I mean, for a while there, LSU, Arkansas was going to be on that Friday that always kind of felt like one of those rivalry games. I mean, the way LSU and A&M has been a rivalry, you know, some weird games, the 74-72 game last year when A&M ended up, uh, you know, kind of really deflating LSU going into Atlanta. Now you've got Jaden Daniels, and I know we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit, but um, there's there's a lot riding on, on that game over at, in Tiger Stadium coming up on Saturday as well. There absolutely is. He is Peter Burns of the SEC Network. This is The Burnout, and it is presented by MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Code next round right now at MyBookie.ag, and they will do a 50% sign-on bonus match. Sign-on match right there, 50% at MyBookie.ag. When you use code next round, that's up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, MyBookie.ag. We also have a good Black Friday deal, through Black Friday deal for you at Roback.com. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So for quite a while on this show, we've given you code TNR20 at Roback.com, and that gets you 20% off your initial purchase. But through Black Friday, they are thanking everyone for their business. If you just go to Roback.com slash TNR20, even if you've already used that code once, they'll do it again for you. 20% oh, off your initial purchase. You Good go. idea. Good idea for Christmas gifts, right? Uh, the yeah. The, yeah, that's salt. Oh, they are the soft hoodie, the quarter zips, golf shirts, the great pants, crew necks, their new crew necks, long sleeve tees. They've got all that right there at rowback.com slash TNR20. Even if you've already used our introductory code, 20% off rowback.com slash TNR20. Uh, let's talk good old-fashioned. We're going to go a couple of ways with this. First of all, do you like a good old-fashioned? We've, we've discussed this before at the cocktail party. 
fine. Uh, you like yeah, so yeah, you're just I mean, okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I, again, like, I don't know why I'm on some Moscow Mule kick right now. Yeah. So I'll do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, if somebody says, hey, a couple old fashions, I'm like, sure, absolutely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in. Like, so I'm, I'm good with that. There's a place near my house, good steakhouse near my house, that does a pecan uh, smoked old fashioned. Woo! So Ooh. good. Yeah, pecan smoked old fashioned. Really good. And then I told you, I remember there's a steakhouse in Atlanta we went to one SEC championship game weekend. Where they brought the uh, they brought the board, yeah. yeah, yeah, they lit it on fire and they put the glass down and smoked it up. Just the smell of it was incredible. Yeah, I'm not that fancy enough to have to. Or I don't make enough money to to be able to afford that. I don't. I need that TNR money. Is that what yeah, I you, need? You work for Disney. Disney. I mean, like they spell Disney with cash. That's yeah. how they spell it. They spell it. <laughs> yeah, not on the not on the expense accounts. I can't. I, I don't think I'm going to have some cedar planked old fashioned uh, at the SEC championship game and try to write <laughs> it off this year. We'll put it that way. All right, good old fashioned hate is coming up, Georgia, Georgia Tech. But let's talk about a good old fashioned butt whipping. I mentioned that Tennessee Georgia game. That was an impressive win by the dogs. Yeah, I mean, you know. Tennessee, you have to learn your lesson, and other other teams have learned this lesson already. Is don't score early on Georgia. That's only going <laughs> to piss them off. Like right. you 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 lure Georgia into a false sense of security and then ambush them and then get them on their heels. But like the worst thing you can do is bloody their nose with the first punch because it's like, all right, now you shouldn't have done that. Now I'm just pissed off. And Carson Beck was great. They just don't beat themselves too. Right. Like they had every reason to lose that game and to play nervous. It was over there in Neyland. Okay. It was Dolly Parton. It was Peyton Manning. It was third straight week versus a ranked opponent. And they're like a sniper that had this like calm heartbeat the entire time. Like it's like some serial killer vibes I'm getting from Georgia right now that only like once they get a taste of it, they're like they need more. And they're like, and they're feasting on everybody right now. I think I would have Carson Beck in my top four Heisman right now. I, we're okay. going to talk about Heisman in a moment with Jaden Daniels, but I would have Carson Beck in that discussion. I the the thing that that kind of hoses him Carson Beck as far as the Heisman vote is one the regionality of it that a lot of people are going to be already giving a bunch of love for Jaden Daniels, which is rightfully so. But the flip side of it too is that there was so much preseason hype for uh, Car- right. uh, uh, Brock Bowers. To yep. where it's like, well, okay, we're focusing on Brock Bowers, where it's like, all right, well, somebody has to get him the ball. And even when Brock wasn't there, Carson never missed a beat. And this offense actually looks even more aggressive and more dangerous now that they've, you know, kind of worked in some different options. Dylan Bell is one of those guys, even when McConkie doesn't go. So um, I'm with you. I, I I would have, right now, I'd have Jaden Daniels. I'd have Bo Nix. I've had Michael Penix. And I would have Carson Beck over Marvin Harrison Jr. in Harvard. I would too. And, you know, Kirby uh, made the comment after the game. He was asked about this. And you could you could say it was a shot at Jaden Daniels. I don't think it was. He was just talking about his guy. But he was like, you know, his Carson Beck's defense calls him the Heisman. We're never in a game where we need him to score 40 points, right? Yeah. And, and it's almost yeah. like you're taking a bail shot at Jaden Daniels. I don't think he was. I just think he's making the point. Jaden Daniels is asked to do a ton that Carson Beck isn't really asked to do. A lot of times it's not a shot if it's the truth, right? right. You feel like it's a, it's a dirty shot if all of a sudden you're like, whoa, you don't need to go there. But I'm like, he's not wrong. And think about Caleb Williams last year. Like, no. the reason why Caleb Williams put up so many monster numbers last Absolutely. year. USC reminded me of LSU and their defense yeah. wasn't so bad. Now, 
there was no doubt that Brian Kelly went out there and, and, and tried to put a couple extra uh, touchdowns down on there. But, man, that's the world that we live in right now. You're recruiting. And Brian Kelly's trying to recruit the next Jaden Daniels to come to Baton Rouge. By the way, the other side of good old-fashioned hate, which I've always liked that name for a rivalry, good old-fashioned hate. The other side of that, Brent Key's done a nice job at Georgia Tech. They're bowl eligible. I mean, that's 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 been a program that has been in the weeds for a long time. Well, trying to get out of the Paul Johnson triple option, yep. and then yep. Jeff Collins goes in there. And so, you know, it was going to be tough for Jeff, um, who I love, by the way. I think he's oh, a great guy. I love Jeff. Yeah. He was always going to be kind of that that crossover coach to where the next guy, okay, now you've kind of filtered over that roster. And, and then it's Haynes King who's done a really good job I there. I know. Um, and so, again, the one thing that has impressed me about Kirby and the last thing on this game is I don't feel like Kirby and those guys, much like Saban, come in and lay an egg versus an inferior opponent. Like I feel like what helps them out is there's so many really good players on that team that they realize if somebody's lackadaisy and, you know, kind of just hum, ho, hum, not playing well, all right, give me the next five-star, five-star. Yeah. And you may not, you may get Wally Pipped at that point. So that's why I don't really have a lot of concern about Georgia right now. And again, I'm picking Georgia to win every single game until they don't. Okay. I don't, care I, don't I don't care if it's Ohio State. I don't care if it's Alabama in the SEC championship yeah. game. I don't care if it's an opener in 2027. Until they lose a game, I am not picking against Kirby Smart and the damn Georgia Bulldog. It's <laughs> a good plan. I like that plan. I, I will say this. Um, I thought Florida was going to give Florida State a game with a healthy Jordan Travis. This is a weird game, Florida-Florida yeah. State. Um, it's got national championship implications, of course, with Florida State. Now without Jordan Travis, they're in a weird spot. I don't know how the committee is going to treat them. But that Graham Mertz injury changes this now. I, You know, Max Brown, I just don't know what I'm going to get out of him. I'll be honest with you, had regardless of who won between Missouri and Florida, because it was a great football game, had Graham Mertz been 100% healthy and had he played in that game of the Swamp on a Saturday night without Jordan yep. Travis, I agree. I, I don't know if it had been a pick em, but I would have put my money on the Florida Gators. Too, now, Max Brown creates a, a, a just a different challenge. You know, Mertz is much more of a better passer. But Brown's got some wiggle to him as far as moving the pocket as well, too. And I think that's going to be that's going to be tough. Like, you know, and, and, and again, the committee's not going to ding Florida State this week, you know, in, in, in the playoff rankings. It depends on how they look against Florida. And then, of course, you know, if you look listless against a, a, an OK, I think a above average Louisville team, I don't think they're great right now. Um, is there a chance that they're out? Uh, it's there's a chance it, yeah. it, it looks a lot closer now i i just don't see them winning both of those games I, 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 you, I, I, yeah and something that could hurt them too is if kentucky can beat louisville which they can i mean that sure. kentucky team has been disappointing in some aspects but they can beat louisville this weekend now that diminishes any win over louisville at that point yeah i i think i think louisville beats kentucky i think kentucky is not i think they're lost i and i think i think what happened with kentucky is as good as the transfer portal can be, it's only as yeah. good as when you nail it. Because, and I'm not saying they brought in bad dudes, it's just sometimes when you're bringing in a bunch of different ingredients into the kitchen and you're trying to make a meal, it just doesn't work. And I think yeah. this is one of those years where it just doesn't work. Devin Leary, you know, wasn't necessarily the leader that they probably needed in Lexington, and everything kind of fell into place after that. 
All right, let's wrap up talking about the Heisman. He is Peter Burns of uh, ESPN and the SEC Network. This is the Burnout. It's presented each week by MyBookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on to MyBookie.ag. That 50% sign-on match up to $1,000 available when you use code next round for your initial deposit. Code next round at MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And if you're looking for games to play there, Lance'sLock.com. They've got plays every single day right there at Lance'sLock.com. Daily, weekly, monthly, season-long packages. You can get your plays at Lance'sLock.com. Um, I, I I guess I expected this. I don't know. But I, I just kind of laughed when I looked at the box score and saw that Jaden Daniels played well into the night in Baton Rouge and put up eight touchdowns in the process. I'm like, there, there's not really much else on the line for LSU right now, so why not try to win a guy a Heisman? Yeah, and... and... I mean, trust me, I, I, you know, I remember Spurrier putting up numbers at, at that some point when some of these games were well within, you know, uh, you know, no longer in contention. And you're like, just beat me. And yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It did feel a little bit of stat padding, but why not? Right. I mean, at that point, like you're recruiting. If what are yeah. you playing for? And I think that's one of the reasons why I like LSU, obviously above AM this weekend, is that normally an 11 a.m. kickoff when you're not involved in the SEC championship game is not a great environment. That's going to be a great environment in Tiger right Stadium because LSU fans love, love Jane Daniels and what he means. And they want to see two Heisman Trophy winners. I mean, think about that. Right. Like Lincoln Riley has made this unbelievable career of, of getting, you know, Heisman Trophy guys, whether at Oklahoma or USC. And it's created, you know, a, a, a gold rush for them as far as offensively. Yeah. Why would you not try to do that uh, uh, if you're if you're Mike Denbrock, the offensive coordinator? Right. Like, right. absolutely do it. You know, it's funny. I was uh, involved in a conversation re recently about Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams in terms of their, their NFL prospects. And somebody's like, which one, you know, who's the better player? I said, I really don't know who the better player is. You know, I think most people tell you it's Caleb Williams. And he said, okay, give me the great defenses he's beaten. And I'm like, I really can't do that. And he goes, now yeah. do Jaden Daniels. Now do Jaden Daniels. It's, it's almost week in, week out. And he, even if they don't win the game, it ain't on him, man. He performs well. So in a lot of ways, winning a Heisman would cap that off for him. Um I, you know, it's interesting. Bo Nix is going to get real, real quick. I to, to build on that. I think in the world of college football, and I say this obviously being an LSU fan in the SEC, but take that out of the equation. It's important for a Jaden Daniels to win it in a year now that a team has three losses and not in contention of the high, uh, of the college right. football playoff because. If we're going to just give it to the best quarterback on the number one or number two or number three ranked team, then then what have we done with that award? And so I liked when Lamar Jackson won it. I like, um, you know, Manziel and, so, and Tebow and those guys. RG3, like, yeah. RG3, like yeah. great players who transcended the game, who made their team that much better despite their team not being that that great. So – I think it's just important for the the trophy itself to have somebody that didn't go undefeated or just one loss and be the QB one of that team. You know, it's interesting. Bo Nix is going to get one more stage than Jaden Daniels. Jaden's going to have to stand Perhaps. on his work. Right? Well, because they got to beat Oregon State. They have to beat true. Oregon State, which would be a, a big stage because that's a big game. Well, if they don't beat Oregon State, then he's not going to have to worry about it probably because right. Bo Nix probably would not have had an amazing game. But I'll tell you, that extra stage can give and can take. I mean, if he's not great against Washington, 
Yeah. Uh, if that's who he's playing against, if he's not great against Washington, yeah, that might hurt him. So it's not necessarily, it's going to be a big stage. It's going to have playoff implications if he gets there. It's not necessarily a good thing, though. I mean, he could cost himself the Heisman in that situation. And think about this. the We've got a... The Heisman Trophy frontrunner of the SEC was a former Pac-12 quarterback. And the Heisman Trophy uh, frontrunner in the Pac-12 is a former SEC yep. quarterback. And the other one was a Big Ten quarterback that plays right now in the Pac-12, and Michael Penix. Yeah, like, figure it out. Uh, I, I love hey. it. And, and, and last thing, too, is – and I've seen this from LSU fans, right, about like, oh, Bo Nix was terrible in the SEC. Who the F cares? Like. Yeah. He's playing great football, right. and yeah. I, I think you can pull for Bo Nix. You can pull for Jaden Daniels. You can want Jaden Daniels to win, and I think he should because if you look at Jaden Daniels, how how like his air yards per attempt, like he throws the ball down the field and he's having success. Bo Nix, thirty percent of his throws right now are because are at the line or behind the line of scrimmage. So it's a lot of little dink and dunk passes, which that's what their offense is. But if you look at what the numbers are, all of it. There's clearly Jaden Daniels, I think, is a front runner, but that doesn't mean you talk trash about Bo Nix, who was nothing short of a, a, a fantastic kid put in a tough spot when he was 18 years old. By the way, if you want to make that argument, don't go look at Jaden Daniels' year two numbers in the Pac-12. Uh, no. So, I mean, that, that argument cuts both ways because Jaden Daniels wasn't setting the world on fire in the Pac-12. He was good his freshman year. That sophomore year was not great for him. No. And, and again, it's, it's a, an incredible glow up for both of those guys who, again, I talked about the transfer portal, not working well for Kentucky. These, this is a situation where LSU needed a, one more quarterback. They kind of threw him in as kind of like a, oh, we never yeah. really seen him, but we heard that maybe we might be able to unlock some potential and he could kind of run the ball a little bit. Oh, so dude. I mean, why as well throw him into the mix and then that ends up being a Heisman trophy winner. Like yeah. it's crazy. It is. It is incredible. And then you look at Malik Neighbors' numbers versus Marvin Harrison. Malik Neighbors is not going to be out for the Heisman, but I mean, buddy, compare him. Go side by side with he and Marvin Harrison and see what you get. It's not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. Uh, and, and and Brian Thomas as well too, right? So yeah. he, he put up some monster numbers. So it's a hell of a year. I'm hoping Jaden has a, has a monster game. I'm hoping for a little bit of chaos. And that chaos, I hope, is actually Texas Tech beating texas on friday yeah that would be monstrous because if that was the case um all of a sudden alabama puts themselves in a much better spot especially if of course you know th they have to do what they got to do is is beat georgia yep. uh, in, in in atlanta all right here's peter burns of the sec network and espn the show presented by mybookie.ag code next round to get that 50 percent match when you make your initial deposit at mybookie.ag uh, up to $1,000, that's with code next round. Also, manscaped.com, all the great products like uh, the handyman right here and everything from the beard hedger, the weed whacker, lawnmower, the great boxers like Peter Burns has on right now. He didn't tell me, he showed us. Uh, you can get all that with code Burns at manscaped.com. Save 20% off your initial order. Also, roback.com slash TNR20 to get 20% off there and get all your picks at lanceslock.com. Bernsey, enjoy your Thanksgiving and your rivalry weekend. We'll see you next week. As Chris Dory would say, gobble, gobble. <laughs>